Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on the show. Let's have a look now at this big meeting from Caulfield. Nine races on the card. To help us find a few winners on the program, joined now by Shane Matthews on thepuntingbaron.com.au. How are you? Very good, James. How are you, mate? Yes, not too bad. So this meeting, we've been waiting for it for a while, and here it is popping up the last weekend in November. Yes, the old Sandown Cup uh, Zipping Classic meeting, which uh, now has been yeah, pushed back a few weeks, and we land at uh, Caulfield this Saturday. It's kind of worked out really well for the club, obviously, with uh, pretty much all res- COVID restrictions being eased in Melbourne, means that uh, it's basically going to be a normal race day. Uh, you don't have to register uh, to go. You just go along, scan your membership card, and the weather... Looks like it's going to be dry. It doesn't look like it's going to be a great day, but certainly no rain. So I know the, there was talk early in the week. They're expecting a crowd upwards of 10,000 plus. I know they've done a deal with AFL, with the AFL. I think if you're an AFL club membership holder or an AFL membership holder, you can uh, get free entry by redeeming a ticket. So they've done really well there. And I think, yeah, from that point of view, certainly it's going to be a great day to have a big crowd back on course at Caulfield. And... The meeting's held up really well. I wouldn't say it's as strong as what your normal Sandown Cup meeting is a week after stakes day, but if you look at this purely in isolation, not comparing it to what it was, it's a very strong meeting for the end of mm. for the end of uh, November. And uh, you know we see the you know, Spanish Mission event third in the Melbourne Cup go around a pretty short price favourite in the Zipping Classic. So yeah, all things yeah, it all looks positive for what should be a really good day at Caulfield on Saturday. Well, let's see if we can find a few winners on the program. Pundingbaron.com.au, the place to go for all of your selections. Now, we've picked out three races to preview here, five, six, and eight. Let's have a look at those. Race five is the Beck Pro Build Summoned Stakes. It's a group three over the mile. Yeah, it's a... And this is an interesting meeting in terms of you've got quite a few horses that have gone through the spring uh, that are maybe having one or two more throws at the stumps. And then you've got a couple of other horses that have dodged the spring, probably targeting this uh, this type of meeting. So that's where it becomes a little bit tricky from a punting perspective. A horse that's probably right in the middle of that in this race is Steinem. Uh This man took on some uh, some really good races through the spring and you know, taking on the Group 1 Empire Rose, uh, where she ran well on the start before that. At Caulfield, she ran second to Colette, where I thought she ran really well. She still has only had the three runs, though, so I don't look at this as being a real stretch for her in terms of overtaxing at the end of a campaign. And I think if she runs up to a couple of those efforts, she's clearly the horse to beat here. Uh, like I said, that effort uh, two starts ago when only run down by Colette was super. Uh, I think there was a bit more to come from her that day. And then she just got too far back in the the Empire Rose. She was giving away a big start and against uh, that, that class of horse, it's quite hard to do. She wasn't beaten far. As far as horses running ninth at their last start, that was a pretty good ninth and it reads pretty well for a race like this. Uh, hoping from gate five, John McNeil doesn't have to get as far back as uh, as what he does. That does seem to be her pattern though, but if he can just hold a spot midfield so she can be that couple of pairs closer in the run, one off the fence, uh, you know, peeling into clear air in the straight. I think she's a very talented mare, and just looking at this field, she she's certainly the horse to me that looks as if she's going to go on to bigger and better races. And I thought the three dollars was pretty acceptable. I thought she was clearly the one to beat Steinem, 
Going to save on good and proper. Now, this man's had about a month between runs since a very good run in the Sale Cup. The start before that at Caulfield, she ran well without a lot of luck. I, I marked her down after the Sale Cup as ready to win. Did think they might find a race over the Flemington Carnival for her. Uh, so just hoping there hasn't been a setback there. But uh, she's raced this campaign like she really is looking for the 1,600 metres. She gets that here. Uh, she draws gate two for Daniel Moore, so hoping he can hold a spot close to close to the speed from that low draw. And as the brakes come her way, thought she was probably a bit over the odds around that 13 to $14 mark. So Steinem clearly the one to beat, but uh, we'll save on good and proper at double-figure odds. That's your thoughts there on the fifth. What about the sixth and one of the another of the features, should I say, on the card? It is the Ned Sandown Guineas. It's over the mile at Group Two level. Yeah, tricky races because you've got Festival Nancy coming down from Sydney, uh, from New South Wales rather. And even though she won well last start, the, you know the start before that, uh, you know she's winning at Goulburn, uh, you know in small fields. Not sure the the strength of what she beat. And even in that spring stakes at Newcastle last start, I'm not, again, not entirely convinced of the strength of the horses she beat. And also the pattern of the day certainly suited her. The thing she has in her favour over a lot of the other runners is she's proven at the mile. She's had four goes at the mile for four wins and she's going to be up on speed for Craig Williams. So I'm certainly not going to talk anyone out of backing her. You know, she's going to get up on speed and give you a sight, but she's very deep into a long preparation now. She certainly shows no signs of slowing down. Uh, but again, you're being asked to take a pretty short quote about her. Port Louis, I've got question marks over running a running a strong 1600. And there's a couple of others, even Cardinal Gem, uh, even though very good last start behind Ben the Knee and Port Louis at Flemington uh, had something on it that day. Uh, has to be a question mark at the mile. So for that reason, I'm playing this race a little bit wider. Uh, and ironically, I've come up with one that is also a bit of a query at stepping up to the mile. But based on his win last start at Cranbourne, number four, Chartres, uh, gee, that was a win at Cranbourne. He powered through the line from back off the speed. He looked like he was struggling to keep up early on the heavy track. But, geez, he motored to the line late. He charged through the line. He does have to step up to the mile from the 1,200. That's the query, but you're not being asked to take single figures about him. He's double figures again. So for that reason, happy to take the pun. I said in the preview a couple of weeks ago before that Cranberry run, I think he's a pretty handy horse, and he's one that looks as if this might have been a bit of a target race for him. So he comes into the race third up. He's dodged the spring. I think he'll run well. A couple that broke their maiden at their most recent start, Blue Army, uh, overcome a bit of difficulty in the run, but charged through the line at uh, Warnable to win. He looks like he'll just eat up the mile. Gate one, Damien Lane on speed. Happy to have a throw up the stumps at him at the $20 plus. And number 11, Regate, Regate uh, from the Bussin and Young camp. Super win on debut at Packenham. Uh, beat a pretty well-fancied one there in back in the day, and they put a space on the rest of the field, big gap to third, and then a further big gap to fourth, which is always a good sign. Thought it was the win of a good horse. Marking down as one to follow. Probably didn't expect him to lob here in the Sandown Guinea, but he's got the blinkers on first time, draws well for an informed Mickey D. Again, 20 to 30 to one. Happy to have a throw at the stump. So just a race where I, I'm not sure it's as clear cut as what the market suggests. The market's really narrowed in 
on Port Louis Festival Dancer and Cardinal Gem. I just think it might be a bit wider than that. So happy to have a throw at the stumps at a few at double figure odds. Chartres, Blue Army and Regate. All right, that's your thoughts to the six. Let's go down to the eights here. And uh, and this to repeat myself, another of the features on this card, it's the Eclipse Stakes, 1,800 metres at Group 3 level. Yeah, good race. Uh, few, again, got that got that pattern with a few horses that have come through come through the spring, uh, you know, having one more throw at the stumps, and then a couple that are, are coming into the race a bit on the fresh side. Our Playboy's come up favourite, uh, as he was in the Cranbourne Cup, gave away too big a start in the Cranbourne Cup, just couldn't run down uh, the winner who escapes me for the moment, uh, um, uh, King Magnus that day. So that's going to be the issue again. He does draw gate one for Damien Lane, but he's going to be back on the inside spotting them a start. Uh, I'm really keen on this South Australian visitor here, number 10, Royal Mile. Uh, this all showed very good ability as a three-year-old. He's a bit of a winning machine. He's won six of 11. Uh, but, you know, good wins in Adelaide against horse like Let's Caracadil. Then was you know a good run in the Derby. Probably didn't see out the 2,500 metres there, but his all his form prior to that was really good. His two runs back have been good. It was a strong win last start. Comes into the race third up, stepping up to the 1,800 looks ideal, and the map looks extremely favourable for him. I think he'll roll forward. He'll get up on speed. He won't know himself with 54 kilos on his back. Uh, I thought he was. A Super, super bet here around the $7 mark. I think he's going to give you a great sight and will be very hard to beat Royal Mile. The other one to keep an eye on, I was going to have something on him in the Ballarat Cup last week, was his hangman. Uh, he's two runs this time. He probably don't look much on paper, but they've probably been a little bit better than what they look, and particularly his second up run. Third up here... Uh, yeah, his best form would be competitive in a race like this, and around the 20 to 30 to 1 mark, wouldn't be surprised to see him run well. But, uh, yeah, very keen on the South Australian visit at number 10, Royal Mile, around the $7 mark. Okay, so is he the best? He is the best. Uh, I think it's a super price, $7. He's going to be well in front of the favourite, our playboy in the run. Uh, hopefully he kicks off the bend at Caulfield, running the home turn, never a bad thing, and he can get the cash for us. All right, race eight, number 10, Royal Mile will make him the best. Now, pundingbaron.com.au, the place to go. So subscriptions available now, as they always are. So different options uh, for people to take advantage of. Yes, exactly right. Very busy time over Christmas and New Year coming up. So you're going to get plenty of bang for your buck, plenty of country cups going on at the moment as well. We love to have a dabble with those. A big Jericho Cup meeting on Sunday at Warrnambool as well. So we'll be covering that. Uh, through the SMS service, which is uh, part of the weekly package. So you can subscribe to that for just $5 a week if you want the whole kit and caboodle with all your email previews for the big race meeting Saturday. Uh, that is just $129.95, which works out to be about $2, a bit over $2 a week, cheap as chips. So jump on to punningbaron.com.au and check it all out. Yep, great value would make a great Christmas present for someone who loves to have a bet. So there's a consideration for you with Christmas under a month away now. Let's hope that we can find a few winners this weekend. Uh, looks a good card on paper and uh, and again, any selections there, plenty of value. So let's hope that uh, we can finish in front. Shane, as always, appreciate your time. Have a fantastic weekend and hopefully, hopefully we finish in front. Exactly right, James. Have a good weekend, mate. Cheers. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 